You may have heard it said before, maybe you've said it yourself, that patience is a virtue. Now, that statement says that patience is one of the virtues, but it's the only statement I know of that talks about a virtue. So it's almost like we're saying patience is the virtue. And that's because everybody appreciates patience. In conversations I've had with people where this topic comes up, usually there's first an admission, I need more patience, and then there is an action step, I need to work on patience. Well, how do we develop patience in our lives? Well, that's what we're gonna talk about in today's Full Life Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Full Life Podcast by Grace Church, where we are looking to inspire and challenge and clarify your next steps in faith. And we are in the fourth episode of a series of podcasts on how to exchange the life that you have for the life that you want. And we're talking about nine qualities that if we incorporate them into our lives, if we embrace them, not only will they transform our lives, but they will also transform our relationships and the lives of those who are around us. And uh, today I have with me Randy Muma again. He is our worship leader at Grace Church. Welcome again, Randy. Thanks, Dave. Always good to be here with you. I think if there is another exchange that people would welcome in their life is to exchange impatience for patience because no one likes the stress and the anxiety that comes along with impatience. You know, when you're waiting in line, you're waiting for something to happen. You know, there's the toe tapping, there's the frustration, there's the gritting of teeth, there's the sighs. You know, everybody would like to exchange that if they could. And so today we're going to talk about the power really that is found in patience. And while, uh, while we all want it, a lot of times we are not interested in the process of getting it. Sometimes you've probably had this happen in your life too. Someone will, you'll be in a conversation and somebody will recognize that they're impatient and say, you know, I just, I'm praying that God will give me more patience. <laughs> I'm thinking, why in the world would you do that? Because like, uh, life brings you enough opportunity to be patient, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we are instant gratification people, aren't For we? Sure. You know, we have next day shipping, we've got microwaves, streaming services, everything is right now, right now. Right. We're so impatient, we actually wish we could buy patience. Yeah. So, Randy, we, uh, when, we, when we talk about this topic of patience, uh, I think a lot of times we hear a lot of um, like quick help kinds of things, you know, counting to 10 or whatever it would be. And uh, there are a lot of... Uh, of techniques that people try to use. I don't know if any of them work for you or not. Most of the time, those techniques don't work for me. I'm looking forward to something a little more solid than that. But before we get into all that, what is it that tests your patience? <laughs> well, what, are we, what would it be out there? Oh, it's a big list, Dave. I think the biggest one recently has been the roundabout. The roundabout. You know, you get in the roundabout and the person in front of you, you're looking to the left, there's nobody coming. The person slows down, stops, and I'm coaching them. I'm coaching them with my voice. You can do it. Just go through, <laughs> go through. And then there's the person that turns on their left turn signal and oh, turns left the in way. the roundabout. You, you, see, you saw someone go the wrong oh, way? Oh, yeah, twice now. It's oh, been fantastic. Oh, what about goodness. you, Dave? What drives you crazy? Uh, everything. <laughs> everything. I think if, 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 I, if I wouldn't catch myself, I think just about anything could make me impatient. You know, we're... We're all in some sense a product of the get what I want, when I want it, however I yeah. want it in life. And, uh, 
you know, we, we can't help but be influenced by that. You know, we have microwaves and, and we have yeah. uh, Amazon two-day shipping and next-day shipping and all of that. There's, there's plenty that goes on with that. And so if I let it, you know, there could be a lot of things that would cause me to be impatient. But I think the Lord really has helped me mm. there a lot. He, he's, he's given me some, some opportunity to develop some skills and some trust that enable me to kind of get past that huh. a little bit. So what we want to look in today is um, what do you do if you want to be more patient? I think mm. that's what we're, you know, what, is, what does the Bible have to say about it that gives us some help? And then what are some of those techniques that we can pull from the Bible that might help us with that? What are some of the initial thoughts, Randy, that come to your mind when you think about how to make this exchange of impatience for patience? I believe we see patience as part of God's character. In 1 Peter 3, 9, we read these words that God is not slow in keeping his promises towards us, but is patient with us, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to eternal life. And there we see that patience isn't just something that God puts on. It's who he is to his very core. He's patient. And one of my favorite verses encourages us to do the same. It says, be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. In that we see that, you know, here's the God of God of patience. And he says, hey, I want you to be patient as well when you're going through difficult times. And that, that to me is remarkable. You know, how difficulty, challenge, stress, pressure, anxiety, all those things are where we most need patience, but where we're most likely to be impatient. And the fact that this is part of God's character is absolutely critical for us because we know that we can't develop this ourselves. This is something that God has to develop through in us and then through us. Because I think we know ourselves well enough to know that, you know, we're going to In the heat of the it. moment, I'm not going to be patient. <laughs> yeah. So there are a few things that have helped me along the way. And this is not an exhaustive list by any stretch of the imagination. But uh, here are a few things that maybe have helped me. And I'm interested in kind of your, your thoughts about it. The first one is grace. Mm. You know, just extending a little bit of grace, getting in a position where I'm going to extend grace to somebody. You know, the Apostle Paul uh, told us that uh, grace is important. He said, be completely humble and gentle, be patient. And this is how he described it, bearing with one another in love. That's the grace part. The bearing with one another in love, that's the grace part. I love that phrase. I think of my wife and in her job, it's, she puts up with a lot of challenging people. And at the end of the day, she's able to extend grace and um, she's so good with putting up with others. And um, I'm not the most easy person to get along with. <laughs> You're allowed to handle <laughs> But the whole idea of bearing with one another means putting up with someone because they're putting up with you. And my wife puts up with a lot with me. And I'm really thankful for that. Yeah. Bearing with one another. Uh, being a little, you know, carrying that for a little bit. Carrying the, the weight of what could make you impatient. Just yeah. bearing with it for a little while. Yeah. Right? And until, you, until things can sort themselves it's out. It's an easy bit. concept on paper, right? It, it is. It is. Uh, but that's why they call it grace, right? Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, it's unmerited yeah. favor. Even though I don't think this person might deserve it, uh, I'm going to I'm gonna bear on it. I'm just going to uh, give that favor as much as I can. The second one for me is love. And I know that's so general. We talked about this, what love is, in the first episode of this series. But... Uh, the Apostle Paul said in 1 Corinthians 13, uh, where he gives the definition of what true love is, he said, love is patient. 
So whenever I am patient with somebody, I am demonstrating love for that person. And if I say I love that person, then I'm going to be patient with them. Isn't it interesting that sometimes the people that we say that we love the most, we are the least patient with? Yes, yes. <laughs> Have you run into that? I think if you ask my kids, they might say that. <laughs> but you know, that idea of love, I, I think about it um, when people are struggling with something, you know, they're, they're behind us in the learning curve, and that makes us impatient. You know, when someone's going through the roundabout, you know, they just don't understand it. They don't understand the rationale behind how to go through it. You know, I, I found with my children, I'm sure you have as well, that when you, when they're behind in the learning curve, yelling at them, being frustrated with them, it doesn't help anything. But when we're patient with them in love, they're able to get the repetitions in and that learning curve and get to the point where they need to be. I, that is a great illustration, the learning curve thing, because you might just be a little ahead of somebody. You might be able to see something that someone else doesn't see and to give them opportunity mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's, an, that's a demonstration of love, giving them the opportunity to catch up or to learn or to understand. Yeah. And I think that leads to the third thing that's really helped me with this, um, not just grace, not just love, but perspective. You know, the learning curve thing really is kind of perspective. I'm going to gain this perspective that I'm going to understand where they are. It's on me to understand where they are and where the situation is, and then to let it catch up with whatever my Mm -hmm. expectations would be, assuming my expectations are realistic. And so I find the perspective is really important. You know, I've learned to ask a lot of questions, Uh, not assume, not presume, but to ask a lot of questions, find out where that person is, try to understand the situation a little bit. My wife and I actually were in a a grocery store um, just two days ago, and it comes over the loudspeaker. We are not able to accept any electronic payments. Oh, no. <laughs> because the system was down. And I thought, well, then you don't want to get paid. You know, people are going to be. But it's like, if you, were, if you happen to have been in line at that time, and it was a long line, and nothing was moving, and you're wondering what's going on, and you're upset, and you're getting impatient with it, well, that piece of information really helps a lot. It's like, oh, I don't like it, but at least I understand what's going on. Yeah, yeah. You know, Dave, there's a proverb you mentioned earlier that whoever's patient has great understanding, but one who is quick-tempered displays folly. It kind of brought me back to the idea that of, of another verse that so many are familiar with in Philippians 2. says, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of the others. I love that idea when you think of perspective that I'm not looking about what I want for myself, but I'm looking about what's best for Dave and for others around me. Hard to do, but important. Yeah, that it does boil down to that, doesn't it? It's it's when I when I build life around me and my perspective, and that becomes the only thing that matters, then uh, then I'm I'm, I'm going to get impatient because I want things a certain way, yeah. and I want them now, and I want them in, in a particular way, and so. Um, yeah, getting my getting my thoughts and my minds off my up, and my mind off myself and on other people will really go a long way, yeah. and, and that perspective will go a long way in developing patience. You know, and I think that you know maybe maybe a bottom line for our time together here is that patience grows in the greenhouse of perspective. Wow! You know, if I have the right perspective, that is an environment for mm-hmm. patience to be growing in. And this, these perspectives of love and grace and, and perspective of the interests of others above my own is, is a great way of beginning to cultivate that patience in our lives. That's good. 
Well, let's talk about some practical next steps. Now, those might seem a little practical. Let's talk about some practical next steps that might be able to help people and help us to develop more patience in our lives. You know, one of the things for me is this whole idea of perspective. That, that's really big for me. And so ask some questions. Try to, when, I've, when I had this sense, this urgency to be impatient, start asking some why questions. Start asking, uh, what's behind this? What do I need to understand? Uh, uh, what is this person experiencing? What are they feeling? I think that's really important for me. And then the second one related to that is how can I serve that person? Instead of being impatient, maybe start serving that person. Help them be successful. Like if you are, uh, if you're in a situation where someone is overwhelmed, well, rather than be impatient, hey, is there a way I can help? You know, get in there and, and try to help them out a little bit. And so I think asking some questions and serving, those, those are two big ones for me. What about for you? Well, and also with that idea of serving, I, I love the idea of just slipping into someone else's shoes. You know, the time when I'm in the roundabout, the person doesn't know what they're doing. You know, just you to understand. You drive their car for them? <laughs> I would. Hey, I got you. <laughs> but just to understand that, you know, maybe they're new to town or maybe they're just not quite understanding, you know, but just to be able to be in their shoes. So when someone cuts you off, realize maybe they're just heading home for, to take care of their sick child. And I think maybe one of the last next steps we could take is to simply memorize another verse, maybe Romans 12, 12, to be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Patient in affliction, because that's, uh, that's when we tend to get impatient, isn't it? Well, Randy, thanks so much. Those are, those are great insights, great thoughts, great next steps. Appreciate that very much. And uh, I hope that for all of you, this has been helpful for you in developing patience in your life, helping you take the next step in your own faith walk and your own spiritual journey. Because Jesus said that he came that we might have life and have it to the full. And part of that full life is developing that patience in our life, making that exchange of being an impatient person for being a patient person. And if you don't have a church home, you're welcome to join us uh, some weekend at Grace Church. And uh, you can either do that in person or you can do it online. And if you want more information about when our in-person services meet and when our online services are streaming, you can always go to worcestergrace.org. That's W-O-O-S-T-E-R grace.org. <laughs>